0: Uh, comic book movies this week and really for a while now is that Sony has made a deal with Marvel about the usage of Spider-Man in the current Marvel films that have been so popular. What you may not know is that recently the last couple of Spider-Man movies, the reboots, you know the last one had Jamie Foxx, well they didn't do particularly good. So Sony has been losing money and a lot of the fans have been saying hey We want Spider-Man back where he belongs with the rest of the superheroes. In the comic books, Spider-Man's an Avenger, but not so much in the movies. Well, Sony has worked out a deal where they've gotten with Kevin Feige of Marvel Productions, and he'll be helping produce the next Spider-Man movie. As well as Spider-Man making an appearance in Captain America Civil War and in the future Avengers Infinity War movies. They've done a big adjustment to the movie entertainment schedule to accommodate for this and this is something that every fan has been looking forward to seeing. On the heels of Sony's announcement that they're going to allow Spider-Man to be inside the Marvel movies, Avengers 2 Age of Ultron is coming out in May. This is going to be one of the greatest movies ever. That's how everybody's been playing it as far as the fanboys in the universe. But let's see. This is going to be a pretty big movie for the Marvel Cinematic Universe considering a number of the headlining stars are coming towards the end of their contracts. Now, Robert Downey Jr. said he's going to make a real big announcement in the next few days and I'm looking forward to seeing it, but I could kind of make a little guess for it to be hey, he's going to sign on for a little more movies because he's been kind of the linchpin holding a lot of this together, being a very successful piece of the cog that draws everyone to these movies. As we've learned from this past summer, Guardians of the Galaxy, which didn't have any other connection to the Marvel movies other than the Infinity Gems, which we now know from Marvel's release is going to be part of a two-part movie coming later on. Well, Marvel has a couple of more movies coming out and TV shows that are going to add to this. Much like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. television show just made a recent announcement about Inhumans in their cast, if you took a look at the last episode, which is getting ready to start their next season to explain all the cliffhangers they left, and the recent announcement of having Daredevil come out on Netflix as a show. So, This is something that we're looking forward to. This is something totally new to have this many movies connected in a singular world that everybody can go ahead and tie one story to the next. It's no wonder that Sony took a look and said hey we want to get Spider-Man and get a piece of this pie. Fantastic Four gets released in theaters this summer. This, though technically a Marvel comic books property, is a production by Fox. Fox has produced two unsuccessful versions of the Fantastic Four in live action films um, in the past. This one has been followed by a little bit of controversy. Number one, the basic story of the Fantastic Four has been changed, which is most closely following the ultimate line of comics that's been produced by Marvel, but with a few key changes. Johnny Storm, a character that's normally portrayed as Caucasian, blonde hair, blue eyes, is now portrayed by an African-American male. Also, the other thing is, is there's been um, changes to the Fantastic Four's iconic costumes where the costumes these people wear in the movies have been referred to by the actors as containment suits. Well, this is my take on the whole thing. The Fantastic Four is the Fantastic Four. What you're trying to show me in the movies right now is a science fiction movie thinly veiled with characters who possess the same abilities as the Fantastic Four. This is the thing I'm gonna give out to Fox and this is an open invitation to Fox. I would love to see this movie ahead of time so that I don't trash it by accident. If it's a good movie it's going to sell but with Marvel canceling the Fantastic Four comic book later this year, and the fact that this deviates so far from the story that was introduced by Stan Lee years ago, even with his endorsement, I'm going to have a hard time swallowing this pill. Though I am curious to see what happens, I am not really excited to see this movie. Though, I can say the trailer looks awesome. Earlier this week, the Power Rangers got a dark, grim, and gritty reboot, which wasn't really accepted by Saban Entertainment, which forced the fan film to be removed from YouTube and Vimeo. Well, the fans kind of spoke out because actually after seeing it, it was pretty damn good. So, what does that mean? They put it back up online, and Saban Entertainment really kind of ate a little bit of crow. Even though the former Green Ranger kind of had a little little say-so with his opinion saying, hey, this was a kid-friendly show and we really didn't want to see something like that with that type of language and that type of action. All I can say is, is grow up, Green Ranger, because one of the things that I've noticed is that the fans of the show are people that have grown up and grown older. Even though they retain Power Rangers property on Nickelodeon, and that is great for the kids and to keep fans engaged. And the older fans have nothing that they can say evolved with their taste. But this was something that could. So, Saban Entertainment, this is a little challenge out to you. Why don't you go ahead and embrace the Dark and Gritty reboot and maybe make a little money off of it. I'd talk to the person that made that fan film if I were you.